World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass <laughs> the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, I'm kind of overwhelmed. I have to have to admit that to all of you. There's, there's just so much, there's so much going on. Folks, there is so much going on in the spirit. That we don't that we we really don't know. Now, first of all, you we have to realize this <clears throat> that all of the media, Fox News included, is controlled. It's all it's all controlled. And it's yang and yang, right? Play one side against the other. And we know that some of them are darker than others. We certainly understand that. But the uh the um what's the word I'm looking for? The si- silencing and censoring of information. Is beyond anything I've seen in my in, since I've been awake and following everything that's going on, and I want to encourage you again that I believe uh, I believe God's doing stuff behind the scenes we can't even imagine. I believe we do. Look, look, friends, the Lord's name is at stake. His name is at stake. They have uh, uh, been trying to make him look like a liar. He said he would always be, he'd be with us, even to the end of the age. He'd, wherever we'd go, he'd be with us. He told us to go into all the world and teach him to observe all he's commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the age. And I like to use the phrase that God is ambidextrous, meaning while we're watching his right hand, he's working with his left hand. I think there's all kinds of things going on behind the scenes that we don't even understand. It's kind of overwhelming to me. And if you would see my email list today, if people would send me, send me wonderful links of more and more and more information. And again, to encourage you, uh, boy, oh boy, Washington, D.C. is being so exposed. I'm going to try to dive into some of that today. I don't, I don't like to make this show about politics, although politics is at the heart of it, because it's a spiritual battle that we're fighting. We all know Psalm 2. We could probably begin to quote it. Why did the heathen rage and people imagine a vain thing? Because the kings of this earth set themselves, the rulers take counsel together against the Lord, against his anointing. Folks, that wasn't written just last week. That's that's generations, thousands of years old, that this battle's been raging. And whether we're, no matter where you are in regards to your theology, end time theology, is it the end times? Is there a rapture? All, all that stuff. We, we don't have to admit that, man, there's a there's a pimple being burst, isn't there? Something's coming to head here. This this cannot continue to go on. And we're seeing uh, the deception on the other side is so overwhelming. And uh, I think they've overplayed their hand. I think they're desperate. And desperate people are capable of doing uh, doing anything. I want to make a couple of announcements here before we, we dive in here. Then we're going we're gonna to get in it uh, really good. And again, I appreciate all of you out there. Randy, I want you to know the impact of what you've been doing with that staking is unbelievable. People are picking it up. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, Presented uh, to another group uh, is it tomorrow, one of these days. I can't remember when it is. 
and the importance of this, the importance of us believing the Lord and what he says. Every place you put your foot, I've given you as an inheritance. If we had believed that, if we believed we could pull down and tear out and root up and do all that, if we believed we could do it, but we don't. And one of the reasons we don't is because we've, you know, we've become so discouraged. Everything's going so crazy around us. And they're hitting us in so many directions. They're hitting us financially. They're hitting us with, uh, with our health. They're hitting us with, I mean, just every, everywhere, right? And uh, righteousness exalted the pe- people, but sin is a reproach to any, any, any people. Uh, and sin's abounding. It's abounding. And God's mercy can't, can't rest forever. So I, w- I want to encourage you. Hey, listen, uh, we're going to pray today uh, here at the beginning. We're going to pray specifically for the judge in Bill Dunphy's case. I'm going to pull that up here in a second. We're going to we're going to pray for that. Anybody out there can come up with a maybe an imprecatory psalm. Get it ready, and we'll let you we'll let you read that uh, during our prayer. I want to pull up real quickly if you could for me men's gathering, guys. I'd love for you to come. I'd I'd love for you to be able to come. Spencer, jerk that up there. Men's gathering at, at Sky High with special guest speaker. Dr. Doug Frank, we're doing doing that the 26th, 27th, and 28th. Uh, I just need to know if you come, who's coming. And like I said, you can come, you can sleep on the floor. You don't have to get a hotel. Uh, Sky High's got three showers. We've got plenty, plenty of places to sleep. And we put a suggested donation of 20 bucks just to <laughs> just get you to commit. And uh, we're going to get to, uh, it's going to be really, really good. That would begin on Friday, 6 p.m., January 26th. And, uh, Love for many of us. Scroll down a little bit, Johnny. Or I'm sorry, Spencer. I don't know why I said Johnny. Uh, so, you know, there's where you sign up. That's how you do it. Uh, the, the, the event with Dr. Frank's going to be off-site because we're going invo- to invite more people to be there with us. But he's going to make a presentation to us. So put that in the chat, uh, Spencer, so those guys can all put that on their schedule. We'd love to have you, man. Love to have you. And a lot of, lot of crazy stuff going on. Uh, let's see that. Uh, no, don't talk about that. No, no. Okay. Okay. Look, I want to, uh, here's where I want to go today. It's what I want to f- focus on. Pull up Martin uh, Niemöller. I shared this yesterday. If you didn't watch my Bridie on show, that sounds arrogant. My Bridie on show yesterday was really, really good, folks. It was really good. We've posted it at Coach Dave Live, so you can go there and watch it. And yesterday I talked, you know what I spoke about yesterday? Well, the Bridie on show, I sharpened it a little bit more. I had some more information to include in there. It's really, really powerful. And I used this yesterday. Martin Niemöller, uh, 1892 to 1984, I'm sorry, yeah, was a prominent Lutheran pastor in Germany. In the 1920s and early 1930s, he sympathized with many Nazi ideas and supported radically right-wing political movements. But after Adolf Hitler came to power in 1933, Niemöller became an outspoken critic of Hitler's interference in the Protestant Church. He spent the last eight years of Nazi rule from 1937 to 1945 in Nazi prisons and concentration camps. Martin Niemöller did. Niemöller is perhaps best remembered for his post-war statement, which began, and we'll read it below. Scrolling down, Spence. Niemöller said, first they came for the socialists. And I didn't speak out because I'm not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and well, I didn't speak out because I wasn't a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews. I didn't say anything. I wasn't a Jew. 
Then it came from me. And there was no one to speak for me. And that's gradually what's happening around us, friends. Whether you, whether you realize it or not, the clamping down of, uh, well, <laughs> got some stuff to show you here. Pull up for me if you can. Number five, I think it is. Pull up number five, Spence. Trying to lay the groundwork here. We're going to pray here in a second. The U.S. attorney suggests that the Department of Justice will expand prosecution of JSEX protesters who did not enter the Capitol. Folks, they have spent three years, three years. Why are they doing that? Because the assault is on the Luciferian government. And that's why they're pushing back so hard. They want to make sure that they don't, they don't mind if we go to school board meetings. They don't mind if we go to city council meetings. They don't mind if you pray. They don't mind if you stand out on the street and hold a sign. But they do not want you coming to Washington, D.C. They don't want you contacting your, uh, your senators, your representatives. They don't want you to do that. And so this attorney, what, what, what do you think is going on that this guy, that three years later, they're still going out and shaking the bushes for God-fearing men and women he stood up. Well, why is it? Because why do the heathen rage? Psalm two. Pull that up for me, real quick. There, uh, Spence. I don't have it in the chart, but I'm trying. I'm trying to help all of us see and understand exactly what's going on. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of this earth have set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed, against His people. The kings of this earth have set themselves. That's the battle we're fighting in Washington, D.C. The FBI is on the side of the kings of the earth. The government is on the side of the kings of the earth. And so this battle, the spiritual battle that's playing out before us, is going to start to get more and more nitty-gritty, folks. They're giving us fair warnings that ain't nobody safe. Nobody's safe. And here's what's going on. We know it from Isaac Yoder and Pastor Bill Dunphy. All they got to do is charge you, and then you got to spend thousands of dollars defending yourself, whether they lock you up or not, right? Whatever happened to the idea that you're innocent until proven guilty? That that went out the window, did it not? That went out the window. So I want to, uh, again, pull up, num- now maybe look at my chart here. Pull up number two. Did I, did I pull up? Is that number two, Spencer? Was that number two? Oh, I'm number two. Look at this. This this is, folks, passive J6 protesters. What is a passive protester? Can somebody, see, they, they make up new words and new terms. Now they are passive J6 protesters, passive ones. And the court has ruled, of course, the appeals court ruled that passive J6 protesters can be convicted of disorderly conduct and appeals court rules. So these people standing there walking through the uh, through the Capitol there, they're passive. But, oh, they can be arrested. You understand what's going on here? See what's going on? So I just want you, I want you to be aware that uh, this battle continues to rage. Continues to rage. One of the things I want to do here this morning I want to pray for, against, however you want to. You do know, don't you, that the FBI and those guys, are, they're, they're watching this. You know, they're recording everything we say. So I want to make sure that we, I get this into the record. We are talking about a spiritual war. Our standpoint here, 
We're trying to prevent a weapon, a war of guns and bombs and knives. We're trying to prevent that. We're trying to overthrow a spiritual enemy, the devil. That's our focus. When we come on here and we pray over specific things and we go to do what Randy organized for us, and we go to specific courts of appeals and we pray and we begin to stake, we are taking spiritual authority. See, when you, Bill Dunphy, when he goes to trial in Washington, D.C., he is not going to be able to use the spiritual uh, argument as his defense. They won't let him use that. See, they told us there's a separation between the church and the state, and the state's allowed to come in and do anything they want to to the church and to Christians, but the Christians are not allowed to use as their defense God told me to do it. You're not allowed to use that defense. So you see the mess that we find ourselves in, right? And the only way that we're going to be able to progress is what? Appeal to heaven. An appeal to heaven. That's all we can do. Appeal to heaven. God, Lord, Father, we appeal to you. Break their teeth, Lord Jesus. You do this, Lord Jesus. That's all all we can do. That's all we can do. So Jeff Klein was able to send to me yesterday the judge, Judge Reggie Walton, and the prosecutor, Will Widman. Now, remember the cool hand, Luke? Just do my job, boss. Just do my job. No, no, no. Calling it your job, don't make it right. I, I just, I want to know how God-fearing men, if there are any of them left in Washington, D.C., how can God-fearing men continue to violate the civil rights of God-fearing Americans? Well, Part of the judgment's coming upon us. That's that's what I think is going on. So I want to. Um, does anybody have a anybody have a Craig's got his hand up? Come on in there real quick, Craig. Craig, um, you know sometimes when Ezra and everybody would get together, they they talk about something and the whole assembly would agree. Uh, what I would like to suggest, Coach, is that from now until uh, January twenty second that we read Psalm 33. Uh, and I would say, let's read it today, go over it, and then get a get a agreement amongst us here in the queue that we're going to take this literally and pray it every day in our spirit, whether your show's on or not. All right. So maybe this would be the perfect psalm. And the neat thing is, is we're 12 days away, and 12 has a very powerful meaning in the number, and as a number in the... Um, in the Bible. So we're 12 days away. It might be an appropriate thing to pray for the next 12 days. Amen. So Craig, I, I'm, I, I got distracted there for a second. Are you putting together a prayer for us, Craig? Is that what you're saying? I'm sorry. What I'm saying is, is I'd say, let's read Psalm 33 today. Okay. Gotcha. Because it applies to this situation. Okay. Gotcha. Agree, agree as a group and take it upon ourselves, just like Ezra Amen. and Nehemiah would do. Gotcha. They- I'm with you. Psalm 33, pull that up for us, uh, Spencer. Hey, folks, listen. I don't know if you know this or not. I think you do, and I don't mean to sound condescending. It's our Christian brothers who are in jail. Not all of them. Not all of them. But despite what they've told you in the media, it's guys like Steve Deck, guys like Randy, guys like Clay Parker. Those are the ones that are in jail, folks. And for too long, we've turned a blind eye to it, been okay with it. Isaac Yoder. I've, I was laying in bed last night just before I fell asleep. You know, you 
you know, you have visions of sugar plums dancing in your head before you can fall asleep. And I, I had Isaac Yoder pop into my head, right? Isaac Yoder, dressed like uh, <laughs> Patrick Henry, standing in the Capitol with a flag, representing his Lord, appealing to his government, in jail with four grandchildren. I'm sorry, four children, wife. I'm laying in my warm bed. Anybody appealing to heaven for Isaac? Are we? I was oh, well, we shouldn't have gone there, which, by the way, is the attitude of most Christians. Most Christians don't have any idea what happened on January 6th. They think you deserved it. We know better. We know better. I know Bill Dunphy. I know Bill Dunphy. I know what's in his heart. I know his love for his Lord, his love for his country. I know it. And it grieves me to see the devil, who's the father of lies, to be able to spread such a dastardly, diabolical, demonic lie about God-fearing men and women who showed up at Washington, D.C., only to be entrapped. They were trapped. And they're still coming after more. Not the criminals, not the real criminals. No, they're still coming after more. Steve Deck, I'm going to have you read Psalm 33 for us. And then uh, Laura Ann, I know if you're out there, Laura Ann, I'm going to have you come in and pray for. By the way, Brown Cow, were you able to connect with Vinny yet? I've tried and tried to connect you too. Let's make sure we make that happen today. Okay, uh, Laura Ann, uh, I'm going to have Steve read Psalm 33. And folks, again, folks, do this today. This is a form of artillery. It's a form of our artillery. And we are directing these prayers today to Judge Reggie Walton and Prosecutor Will Whitman, that their eyes would be open, and Coach, that they would see and that they would understand. Somebody said something? I said amen, hey, Coach. Coach. Oh, amen. I'm here. Okay, okay. Steve, go ahead, brother. And folks, be in an attitude of prayer. Bible says wherever two or more are gathered. He's in the midst of us. I'm, uh, I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to get a video. I'm going to distribute it to all of you. Uh, I'll do my best to do it. We're so winning. We're so, we're so winning. Amen. Go, go, go ahead, Steve. Go. Hey, look, folks, 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 hang, hang on. Remember, I've told this story before. One of my favorite stories ever. When uh, Muhammad Ali was fighting Joe Frazier in the first, uh, uh, first bout that they had in Washington, in Madison Square Garden, the Joe Frazier had uh, broke Muhammad Ali's jaw in the first round. Can you imagine that? Broke his jaw in the first round. And it limited, of course, uh, Muhammad Ali's ability to fight because he didn't want to get hit in the jaw again, right? But uh, in the 14th round, Joe Frazier swung a deadening left hook that uh, knocked Muhammad Ali down, eventually won the fight for Joe Frazier. But the reality of it is, the fight was won in the first round. The jaw was broken in the first round. It just took 13 more rounds for the effect of it to show up. So we cannot lose hope. When we look around, it doesn't look like we're getting anywhere because we are, friends. We are. Go ahead, Steve. Well, three is uh, boldness of authority. So here we go. Amen. Uh, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. Oh, for praise is coming for the upright. Praise the Lord with harp. Sing unto him with the with the psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. 
Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. Amen. The word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. He loved righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord we were the heavens made, and, and all the hosts of them be beneath of his mouth. He gathered of the waters of the sea together as, a, as in a heap. He layeth up in the depth of the storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Amen. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Amen. For he spake and it was done. Amen. He commanded it and it stood fast. Amen. The Lord bright, bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. Hang on, Steve. Might... Amen. Everybody say amen on that. The Lord bringeth amen. the counsel of the heathen to naught. Amen. 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 He maketh the amen. devices of the people of non-effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth for forever in the thoughts of his hearts to all generations. Thank you, Lord. Blessed is the nation whose God is Lord, and the people whom he had gathered, who had chosen for his inheritance. The Lord looketh from, for, from heaven and behold all the sons of men. Lord, hang on, Steve. hang on, Steve. The Lord sees all those guys that are in prison. He sees Isaac Yoder. He sees what Bill Dunphy's gone through. He sees Jeremy Brown. He sees it, Lord. And we declare that you yes. be faithful to them and to your word, Lord. Release them in Jesus' name. Go ahead, Steve. Amen. From the place of his inhabit habitation, he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioned their hearts alike, and he cons considereth all their works. Amen. There's no king saved by, by the multitude of, of a host, of a, in a host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. Amen. The horse is vain, thinking for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him and upon Amen. them that hope is in his mercy. They're hoping for your mercy, Lord. They're hoping for your mercy, Lord. To deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul wave for the Lord. Yes, he, Lord. Is our, he is our help and our shield. We're waiting on our, you, Lord. They're waiting on you, Lord. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, upon be upon yes, us Lord. according as we hope in thee. Amen, Lord. We're praying for mercy, Lord. Amen. Justice. You love justice and judgment, Lord. We need mercy. We need righteousness. Father, we, we staked those courtrooms. We staked the federal courts, Lord. We reclaim them for you, Father, and we're looking for righteous judgments to come. We're looking for the release of every one of those prisoners out of those jails, wherever they be. Supernaturally, Lord, do what you have to do. Move on the hearts, whether it be the Supreme Court, whoever it might be, Lord, we ask you to move on their behalf in Jesus' name. Go ahead, Laura. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Become you, Father, through the Son, who's the door. And the only way to you, that you opened up for us. And Jesus, you gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. So in the power of the Holy Spirit, of the Almighty God, you, Father, we come before your courts, and we are boldly coming, coming into your courts in heaven, the Supreme Court. 
and we are pleading is your kids are coming through the doors of heaven. We're coming before you on behalf of the J6ers for Pastor Bill, for Isaac Yoder and their families and every single one of the American people that they represent that are there because the evil casts out fear. But you said in your word that your perfect love casts away the fear. So we are coming for you, Lord God. We are asking you, Lord God, for your mercy, for your love, for your grace, for you through the power that of your hand that is not too short to save. Lord God, that you, as you said in your word, in, um, hold on, I got it right here. Um, in Psalm 46, verse 5, God, you are in the midst of all of these people, the J6ers, Pastor Bill, Isaac Yoder, Pastor Dave, all of our families, that the, especially these families, and, and you are in the midst of this judge. That you will move this judge with yes, compassion, Lord. and you will move this God, judge with mercy, and that he will not fear man, that you will cause the fear of the Lord to come upon him. For what is what this psalm says in the second part of the verse of 46, verse 5. That you said, Lord, that you will help these people when the morning dawns. And this is the warning. The Lord has you now. So go, go, go in the power of the Almighty. And if you don't, the Lord is the God who protects his children. The Lord God, you are the one. We are reminding you. We are coming before you. You said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord thy God. So you deal with these enemies, Lord God, in the way that you know how to deal with them. We are coming on behalf of our sisters and our brothers, Lord God, that are being held captive. And these prisoners, they are prisoners of war. They are prisoners, Lord God, that are being held captive by the enemy. And your word says, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Set them free based Amen. on your word. You are a God of your word. You're a God of character. You are a God of hope that rises up so high that when despair comes in like a flood and hopelessness thinks it's going gonna, it's gonna to win, Lord God, you, you, Father, said in your word, Psalm 7, Psalm 7, verse 16, in the New Living Translation version. The trouble that they make for others will backfire on them. Amen. And the violence they plan falls on their own heads. That is the warning from you, Lord. So we claim your word this morning. And the power of the Holy Spirit will fall upon this nation. You will save this nation. And not only will you be our savior. But you will take your children and help them to understand that you are Lord. You cannot have a savior without knowing you as Lord. You are Lord. That is who you are. Our Father who art in heaven. Holy is your name. Your name is holy. You are Lord. Father, you are Lord. So we claim this in the almighty name of you, 
the Almighty, again, whose arm is not too short to save, that you said you've carved us in the palms of your hands. And as a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. And right now, these victims of January 6th of the enemy, Lord God, will rise up with victory and their shofars will be in their lungs and in their vocal cords and praise you for their deliverance out of and she will shake you you if you did it for Paul you're going to do it for these J6ers Amen. and you're going to do it for Pastor Bill and you're going to do it for Isaac Yoder you're going to you're going to send your angels as you see fit to minister to them as you did to Jesus in Gethsemane and you are and as you did to Paul and you're going to send your angels to shake these prison doors wide open and they're going to walk free because you did it because you love them you love them your love is a love who protects and of love who who goes who goes before them behind them underneath them you said you said in your word in Ephesians that your love is is high that they may know how high, how wide, how deep, how low that your love will go. Their, your, your love expands and there is no stopping it because you said you are everlasting love. And you said, Lord God, that you that that you will give the peace that surpasses all knowledge and understanding that will guard our hearts and minds and you will go to battle for your children because you love them. You're not a father who gives stones and serpents. You're a father who protects and stands up for their children and fights for them. So, Lord God, this battle belongs to you. And, Lord God, as Dave is the attorney that represents um, um, Pastor Bill in the next few days, goes before this judge, that if he remains as a Goliath and the battle is there, that you, Lord God, as the as the as the attorney stands for you representing pastor bill here on earth that you he will raise up his slingshot and he will throw those stones and goliath will be taken out and that this will be a victory for every other person who was on the capitol grounds who pay taxes to stand on that ground for your victory, for your war cry, because we're gonna sing praises to you. Just like we are we are the worship and praise team, Lord God, these prayers are the worship and the praise team, Lord God, that are coming before you, like you sent out before David's, um, when David went to war, the praise team went out in front of the battle. You, did, you said to sing praises. So we're singing your praises. We know who you are. You are almighty. You're a God who loves. You're the God of hope. You're the God of mercy. You're the God of grace. You're the God who takes care of your children. You are a father to the fatherless. And you're a husband to the widow. Thank you for doing all these things. We thank you and praise you for the victories. We thank you for how you're going to make miracles happen, one blessing at a time, miracle upon miracle upon miracles that we can't even count them all. And in the land of the living, we are going to see them and we are going to testify because we're overcoming through the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony that is in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, Lord and Savior. 
In Jesus' beautiful name, and thank you, for our Holy Spirit, for what you're going to do as your wind blows and you go before these people, fire by day and a cloud by night, with the ministering angels, Lord God, and the battling angels that you're going to set forth from the hosts of heaven. Thank you for being the commander-in-chief, almighty God. In Jesus' sweet, sweet, beautiful, victorious name, amen. 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 I put uh, in the chat. Well, Amen. I put in there, Dave Janda, folks. If, uh, put it uh, also, Spencer. Put it in the wherever. Put it in the show links, uh, folks. Yeah, you have to watch that. Okay, it says Dave Janda. Now I want to show you something else, uh, Spencer. If you could, I just sent it to you. Bible study topic on justice. Justice, folks. The Lord loves justice. And I would suggest some of you uh, copy and paste this and have it ready at your hand during the day at specific time. Remember, folks, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And what's our main weapon? The sword of the spirit, the word of God. And we repeat the word of God to God to remind him. First of all, he hadn't forgotten it, right? But that's faith. Speaking the word of God is faith. Speaking the word of God is putting a demand on what he said he would do. We don't understand how this happens in the heavenly realm. We don't have, we we can't petition the Lord. I mean, right? His will be done. But we can remind him of our faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So I just wanted to read here, if we could, just as we scroll down here, some of these Bible verses about justice. Justice. Ecclesiastes 3. I said to myself, God will bring into judgment both the righteous and the wicked, for there will be a time for every activity, a time to judge every deed. Somebody say amen. Say amen. Amen. For we know him who said, it is mine to avenge. I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. Say amen. You don't have to do it. But you must return to your God, maintain love and justice, and wait for your God always. Job 2, or 12, 22. He reveals the deep things of darkness and brings utter darkness into the light. Proverbs 21, 15. When justice is done, it brings joy to righteous but terror to evil do. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers. Proverbs 24 says, whosoever says to the guilty, you are innocent, will be cursed by peoples and denounced by nations. But it will go well with those who convict the guilty and rich blessings will come to them. Convict the guilty. Evildoers do not understand what is right, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Matthew said, have you not heard it said, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth? But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. Amos 5, 24, but let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. Amen. Turn from evil and do good, then you'll dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. You hear that? Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. 
the righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. Romans 12, boy, it's powerful, isn't it? Boy, we ought to read this every day. You ought to read this every day. You ought to read this 10 times a day. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. <laughs> That's right, for it's written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Justice is coming. That's Okay, that's good enough, man. Put it in the chat where people can get to it and, and use it. And again, Spencer, if you could quickly, not quickly, pull up that Dave Janda rumble that I just put on there. Friends, I don't ask you to do, do this very often. Find time today. I, I listen to it at uh, 1.75 speed. Dave Janda on the SGT report, powerful. We're winning. And he gives us examples uh, the American demolition, what they've been trying to do to us. He was in the Reagan administration. He makes it, he paints it very, very clearly. Very, very clearly. Amen. Amen. Hang on a second. Man, oh man. Amen. Amen. Let me catch my breath for a second. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hey, George, can, can, uh, I just, can, George, can I just expand on one thing that you said? Yeah, hang on when a second. We, Craig, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Yes, you can. Uh, George McCoy just uh, texted me that his father passed. Just did. Just passed. Lord, we lift up George and his family, Lord. Comfort to the family, Lord. Strength to him. Jesus' name. Go ahead, Craig. Amen. When, when I just want to expand on your statement. When, when we're reading back, it's not we're reminding God. We're reminding yeah. ourselves. It's that's our right. lack of, and I know that's what you meant. I just want people to hear that because we, we're the ones that have the lack of faith. We really don't believe what we really believe. We really don't believe that what God said is what God said. God doesn't God want those do. guys in prison. He doesn't want those guys in prison. Why, why don't we get that straight, right? God will do it. Bible says he'll, he'll do, him, he, uh, all things work together for good. He'll make good out of it. You tell me he wants Isaac Yoder in jail away from his family? That would be the will of God, you think that? Well said, Craig. Well said. Glenn sent me this. In the beginning of a change, the patriot is a scarce man and brave and hated, and scorned. When his cause succeeds, the timid join him. For then it costs nothing to be a patriot. My, 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 my. Well, I haven't gotten anywhere I want to go today. Come on in, Jeff. Coach, I just sent you that response. You know, and I just think about it as we're praying here, it's just different things you pray about over the show, but we've been praying for this J six thing for a little over three years now. Cause I know pastor Bill and I had a group of us, we were praying before we went mm-hmm. a couple weeks before and then through it all clear up until just about a year ago, we're still praying. Then pastor Bill asked about a year ago when all this come down to him, he said, would you please everybody read th- Psalms 33 10. So how fitting that we're doing this right now. 
So I texted him this morning and I said, hey, Psalms 3310, Psalms 33 is being read today on the show as a group across America, and it will be read for 12 days in a row on the show. And I'm not saying anything I can't say. Yeah, this is all right. right. He said, praise the Lord. I appreciate all the support I'm getting from past assault. Praying hands there, little logo. And he says, with God, all things are possible. And he says, the intercessors, it is the intercessors who will make the difference in my trial outcome. And the Lord looked upon, and the Lord looked and saw there was plenty of intercessors for Pastor Bill and J6 community and the faithful pro-life servants. So he doesn't just focus on himself. It's everybody. You know what I mean? That's right. But just think Hal Zastro. God doesn't want him in jail either. Doesn't want anybody in jail. Right. Amen. Wicked. The wicked are in control. We let the wicked be in control. Right? Amen. Amen. Myra, then everybody hold off because I want to take you someplace. God, it's 40 minutes. Yes, coach. Thank you. Um, The Bible verse that Greg um, said, you know, I know Holy Spirit led him to say that. That is so appropriate. And I remember Brother Jeff crying, talking about Psalm 38, 12. So this is a divine in the mouth of two to witness. Hallelujah. And in regard to um, the evil being desperate, it is written. The heart, Jeremiah 17, 9 to 10. The heart is deceitful above all things. Deceitfully wicked. Deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can know it? And desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins. Even give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want to look, I'm going to, I'm, I'm right, I'm right here right now. I'm going to put something in the chat. Spencer, pull up number one. I want to make you guys aware of something. It's something called Corey's digs. I don't know if you guys have ever been there or not. Um, she's an, she's an investigator. I put in the chat. She's an investigative reporter. And I, I spent, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't get off the page last night. So, my friends, we have no idea how wicked the people associated with Epstein, the peoples and positions of power. We have no idea how wicked they are. Now, I'm just introducing this website to you, Corey's Digs. You can, uh, you can subscribe to it. Uh, Corey's, a, I can't remember her last name, but she's been doing this for a long time. And the information on this web page about the Clintons, child trafficking, the Clinton Foundation, uh, Pizza Gate, all that stuff, folks, it, it was so sobering. Scroll, scroll down a little bit, Spencer, just scroll down. And uh, I, without re, 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 they got, I'm not going to take it, stay right there, man. <clears throat> Talk to, keep going, because I want I want you guys to see specifically what we're talking about. So she she writes, she puts clicks in there, but at the bottom, Spencer, keep going, keep going. She has links to all documents, all these documents. 
She's highlighting things. There are people who went there. Okay, but look, recent, go back there, Spencer. Recently released batches of Epstein documents. Folks, you start diving, diving into that stuff. It gets into the Clinton Foundation, Pizzagate, and all this stuff. Related readings. Do you see that? Related readings. Pull up. Uh, Bill, are Bill and Hillary Clinton involved with child trafficking? Click on that, Spencer. That's it. A bill. I'm telling you, trove after trove after trove of information that the government already knows, friends. They already know. These people are so unbelievably wicked, we cannot even, we can't even conceive of it. We can't, we can't even conceive of it. Did you know that child trafficking is $170 billion a year industry? What do you think the Clinton Foundation was all about? Scroll down there a little bit, Spencer, because I want them to see, if you get on this website, all the things that you can see, all the links, everything that connects the Clintons to pedophilia. Folks, they know it! They all know it! Corey's dig. Coach Jeffrey Epstein helped fund the Clinton Foundation. That's Jeffrey Epstein. Go back. Go back. Now, folks, this is stuff. To Go to the very beginning. Click back. Click back once, Spencer. I'm sorry. Click back. Okay. Jeffrey Epstein and Diamond didn't kill himself. Oh, my goodness. Go to Epstein didn't kill himself. Graphic death photos revealed. Shows, I mean, the stuff on this, is. I'll put it in the chat, okay? There isn't anything too, I mean, there's, there's nothing that's so gross. I mean, you'll see pictures of Epstein. Right, you'll see the ligature mark around his neck. Folks, Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. Bill Barr lied about it. They lied about it. Bill Barr, the same, there's well, the same Bill Barr that we showed up outside his house and asked him to do the right thing. Bill Barr lied about it. Lied about Epstein. They lied about it. Now, here's what my wife said. Honey, who's going to do anything about it? There we are, isn't it? Nobody in Washington, D.C. is going to do anything about it because they're all involved with it. Talks about honeypots and how they create honeypots. Now they take a congressman and invite him, invite him to a party. He goes to a party and they give him a drink. There's something in the drink that knocks him out. They take him in a room. He's knocked out. They take off his clothes. They bring a little boy in there with him. They bring another woman in there. They get pictures of him. And then they own him. This is what's going on in Washington, D.C. That's why we have no recourse in Washington, D.C. My wife said, who, who? Folks, the Justice Department's after Clay Parker. <laughs> They're not after Bill Clinton. You understand? Until we come to this realization and understand what's going on, but we have a see, we are a seized nation. I know some of you probably think I'm stupid. Go back. I don't care if you do. Corey's digs. Click back again, Spence. All kind of, uh, click back. Go down. Uh, let's see. Scroll down a little bit more. No. Go on. It doesn't, folks. Recently released batches of Epstein documents. They know. They know! They know! 
You understand? Now, hang on. Pull this one up for me, Spence. Because this, this is important for you to get it as well. That's Corey's digs. I put it in the chat. You want to find some information and know what's really going on? Really want to know why nobody's doing anything about it? Why child trafficking is a $170 billion a year enterprise? Corey's digs, she'll tell you why. Uh, pull up number eight. Number eight for me, Spence. Hey, remember they laughed at us? Pizzagate, remember that? Y'all remember that? Pizzagate way back in 2016. The New York Times comes out and says what? Oh, the New York Times dedicates their entire uh, editorial page to dis- dissecting the Pizzagate conspiracy theory. 2016, when we started to hear about this child craft and Comet Ping Pong and, and uh, a pizza, the uh, John Podesta and pizza symbols and pictures hanging. It's all there, folks. The New York Times openly covering for these pedophiles. Openly covering for them. This is 2016. When Pizzagate was just beginning to... Hey, Craig, how many children have been child trafficked since 2016? I wonder. Put it in the chat. The New York Times covering for it. Continue. When I read down through this, I can believe how many times they called it conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. All throughout the article, conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. Mm. Department of Justice. <laughs> what a misnomer that is. And who are they after? Pull that back up there. What did Niemöller say, Spence? What did Martin Niemöller say? First they came for the MAGA. I didn't speak out because I wasn't MAGA. And then they came for the parents of school boards, but I didn't speak out because I didn't have any children in the schools. And then they came for the pastors. And I didn't speak out because I wasn't a pastor. Then they came for me. And when anybody left to speak for me. Remember I told you that history goes in cycles? Nothing new under the sun. We've been here before. Come on in, Kevin. Yeah, Coach, didn't just a few months ago, the, the main journalist reporter that was kind of in charge for debunking Pizzagate, didn't he get busted for child yeah, porn busted. and watching a child? Right. Yep, That's right. sure did. Sure did. Huh? This, folks, this is, we, 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 we live sheltered lives. We cannot conceive the depth of the evil. We cannot, I'm telling you, we cannot conceive of it. Craig, go ahead. Coach, that's why, you know, uh, I put a plug in, Saving God's Children. Just go to the bottom and read the prayer that, you know, you helped me reach out to Sheila Zelensky because the Lord just said, said, hey, ask her to write a prayer, a prayer of protection over the children. And, you know, this is where, you know, you can, you, what as we're reading Psalm 33 over or Pastor Bill's case, you can, you can just recite that prayer. Uh, if you want to, buy a bookmark, put it in your Bible, right? So when you open your Bible, wherever you stop reading the next day, look at that prayer and pray that God, you know, this is not reminding God. It's just, God, it's time. 
it's time for this to happen. And it will. He's doing that. The prayer protection on saving God's children. Print it off for free or buy a bookmark. And buy 10 of them. A lot of people, Coach, you know, after I say this on your show, they'll buy 10 bookmarks. Hand it to another prayer warrior and let them put it in their Bible. You can be a part of this. You can help spread the word. Amen. I'm telling you, man. Can you believe? I know, I know, I do. I know I do it a lot. I know you do a lot. Do you think the pastors have any idea? They have any idea? The body of Christ is totally and completely missing in action on this entire mess that's going on. But listen, God's judgment's coming, folks. It's coming. We're going to see it. Randy, come on in. Coach, I watched I watched Tucker and his interview with Clay Higgins yesterday. It's amazing, isn't it? And and what what a great man we have in Clay Higgins, and I'll tell you. But but you know what he said, Coach, after all of that, he said, We can we can prove everything, we can show everybody everything, but until until the Department of Justice is that it will will enforce it and will bring indictments and bring convictions, it's all it's all for nothing. So, Coach, guess what? We are dismantling the judicial system as we speak. Amen. We are. We're, we're taking it down. God's ahead of them. I mean, we're not, we're not losing. We're not catching up. We are in the timing of God on this thing. These judges, they're parts of these secret societies, Coach. They're, get, they're being found out. They're getting ready to get out of the way. And what's going to happen? The people are going to demand righteousness, and God, and we're going to see righteous judges. We're going to see righteous attorneys, people who are afraid of the God of not doing what's right. They're going to step in, and we're going to start seeing justice. But we have to get the, the evil out of the way before that can happen. Amen. Amen. That's what we're doing. This whole operation is dismantling the judicial system. We're taking down the strongholds, and that we're we're right on time, Coach. We this are, is going to happen. Whether whether we understand it or not, whether the evil likes it or not, this is going to happen. So, see, Randy, what the problem is, friends, is we have for too long trusted those in positions of authority. That's what happened to us. I was reading something yesterday. I was watching a video. I can't remember which one it was. doesn't matter. Showed how they, uh, again, how they compromise. Even the best of men get compromised. They get compromised. They get invited to parties and they go to parties and all these lobbyists is there and all this money and they bring in these beautiful women. And the next thing you know, next thing you know, they're all voting in the party line. I wonder how that happened. Hmm? And certain ones of them are allowed. Uh, Jim Jordan's allowed. I'm not accusing Jim Jordan of anything, but they, they keep him on a leash and he's allowed to bark. <laughs> And then they pet him and put him back in his in his doghouse and say, good job, Jimmy. Good job. Stay there, Jimmy. Here's a bone, Jimmy. And so it's all structured that way. That's what we're dealing with. Rochelle. Thanks, Coach. Uh, good morning, team. Um, I just wanted to say, too, when it comes to the, the human trafficking, um, good people need to start speaking up. I've heard a couple whistleblowers coming out. And they're doing interviews now about how they've had to drop these children off. Um, like the, the, the most recent one I heard was a woman from HHS, so Health and Human Services, I guess. And she was um, 
these migrated child these children who come in they've got a so-called sponsor that you drop them off to and you you never check on them again and she says that the, you're dropping these children off to the sea. well <clears throat> i'm not going to i'm not going to put words in her mouth but you're yeah, dropping these children off to the scum of the earth that's right uh, those are my words and and that's it and then you have to leave them there well don't do that i know that it's your job people have these jobs and they're supposed to be protecting children but they're not one side of them is taking children away from good parents and the other side is delivering them to evil people who are doing terrible things to them and unless the regular people stop doing stop quit being the middleman yep. i mean there's more people there's more good people than there are bad people and we need to quit pulling their weight and working when you know that you're doing something wrong like this quit doing it i don't care if it's your paycheck you want a paycheck you check in with god almighty Amen. that'll be your paycheck we need more whistleblowers <clears throat> like this brave young woman who stood up and gave her testimony and quit her job because she's not going to deliver these children over to these heinous people anymore Amen. Um, Amen. we just need more people like that coach we need some courage I, I got some more stuff bobby go quickly yeah bobby. we can't we can't uh, forget the reality that they're not protecting kids uh these these human service people slash criminal justice people were mass produced across the last 15 years escalating within the last 15 to be the gestapo god-hating liberal people they are be it your green-haired lesbian counselor therapist that's coming in and taking your kids because she doesn't like the way you raise your kids or these new, these new FBI agents and cops wearing uniforms that have been indoctrinated in communist ideology in every college in America. These are the these are the control freaks in, that's running your lives right now and taking right. your kids without concern. That's right. That's right. That's right. Let me touch one more thing here before we go. Spencer, bring up a Dewine. Says Dewine. I think it's number number seven. This is this is enough to. Can we impeach our governor? Can we do that? Can we impeach him? What's that process? Ohio law, listen, hey, folks, we're winning, okay? We're winning. Ohio lawmakers are set uh, tomorrow. To, by the way, uh, if you're interested in being at the state house tomorrow, there's a rally going to be there to overturn this veto on, on uh, cutting off little dingers off little boys. But DeWine is buckling. Scroll down, Spencer. He's buckling. He's buckling. Look what he says right here. <clears throat> I signed an executive order just a few moments ago enacting emergency rules that ban gender transition surgeries for minors in any hospital or ambulatory surgical facility in Ohio. He's he's wavering. He's wavering, folks, because why? The people are rising up against it. Now, look, his action did nothing to address the second half of the bill, which protected women's sports. DeWine says this. Listen, are you listening? DeWine said he signed the executive order banning transgender surgeries for minors because I think it's a good way to take this issue off of the table. I believe parents, not the government, should be making these very critical medical decisions. Yeah, but not about jabs, not about wearing masks, right? You talk about somebody that's wicked, my friends. I believe parents, not the government, should be making these very crucial medical decisions. What the hell's going on, DeWine? We ought to impeach him. Well, we wouldn't do that, huh? 
wouldn't do that. So there's a there's a meeting to override the veto tomorrow. If you're interested in being part of it, I need more details. Just text me or email me. Let me know. Hey, folks, watch the Dave Janda thing. We are so winning. We're so winning. And you know what's really, really good? God-fearing men and women are coming out of their churches and leaving their pastors and their elder board behind. And it's time we locked arms with that remnant that, I don't want to call them ecclesia because we don't know, but that remnant of Christians who think it's time that somebody stood up and did something about it. We're winning. Keep pushing. See you tomorrow. Amen.